Yeah, what's up? I missed the Night King. <laughs> Already. Andrew. And I'm the king of the wicker people. Also known as Cody. <laughs> uh, this is episode 79, and we have a very, very special episode that we are dedicating to a very special movie. Do we? So you know, let's just go home. You know, <laughs> you know, pack it up. Let's go. F this place. Yeah. Let's go home. Yeah, let's just no. let's just head out. I say we head carry out. on. You're right. We're talking and about. I say we give them a good show. Marvel Avengers Endgame. Okay. The movie to end it all. I almost said the movie we just saw. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so we are actually going to do a brief, you know, what are our thoughts without spoiling anything. Mm. Uh, and then we will dive right into spoilers. So mm-hmm. that way people who just want to kind of get our general opinion um, before we dive in. Deep. Before they go watch it and then come back to this episode and listen to the good stuff. Um, so, of course, when you, when we dive in deep, you know yeah. what that means. That means we are going to tell you the synopsis of the movie. Yes. Uh, this, and this how, whole episode how will it just impacted be... our dreams and our feelings. Our dreams. Our spiritual journeys, mm-hmm. our love lives, all yeah. that all that good stuff. So, yeah. Uh, my opinion, first off, is I will preface... I think Infinity War was the better movie as a as a whole. Like as a movie, it was better. However, I left this movie feeling so satisfied. I feel like I completely agree with you. Like I am I completely I felt, agree with you. I felt like I needed nothing else. Yes. Yes. Exactly. <laughs> Where I, dude, big time yeah. nux, dude. Yeah. Afterwards we all went to Sherry's. And Ugh, I was sitting there at a club, and I <laughs> and it had was, bacon on it. I was just staring, me and bacon, at the table. Like even when the waiter came and was like, "Hey, what does everyone want?" Like, didn't he they, ask that a few times? He he came to the table oh, and he uh, he asked, and everyone gave their order. I was like, "Oh, I'm still, I'm still like trying to figure mine out." And then it went all the way around. And then he kind of like grabbed his stuff and then di- tried to leave, and I was like, "Oh wait, I need to order my food." <laughs> like I was just spacing the entire time because I, I was in this weird area, and the best way I could explain it was, the past ten years I've been in stasis, mm. in ca- some kind of stasis, and this movie within these three hours, it just all caught up all at once, mm-hmm. and I. I couldn't handle it emotionally. And so instead of, you know, expressing that emotion, I just went dead. Yeah. <laughs> uh and I took it it took a few days to recover. Oh, I definitely gosh. No, I did I think, too. I kind of just was I was like a 
a potato yeah. just laying there for yeah. a while after I saw I think like, Sunday, what's going on. Sunday morning was definitely the first time that I was like, okay, I'm I'm good to go. So that that's my opinion. I would and you you're saying you feel the same way. Yeah, that movie yeah. is putting it mildly a kick in the crotch. Yeah. For sure. But in the best way possible. In a great way. So like, I don't know how you how you could make I've never experienced that in a great way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you've never experienced Endgame then? Okay. Uh, true. Wow. Yeah. Mm. There you go. You're so deep today, Andrew. <laughs> well, okay, okay. I think the reason I think I'm, I'm, no, a movie can do that because there are it's mixed moments, mixed things that well, happen. Well, you have what I'm saying is sweet stuff. I what I what I was trying to get across was I've never experienced in game before. I've never no. experienced this. I've I've never experienced this feeling before. Me either. Ever. In any movie, in a video game, in a comic book, never. It di- it did something that I've it it left me in a state I've never been in before. There were moments when I was convinced that I was in love. Yes, and I was like, "What is going on right yes. now? What is happening to my body and my mind?" Yes. <laughs> uh, so that is our general pe- uh, opinion. I also don't want to overhype. If this is not your movie after the end, totally cool. I get it. Uh, I don't, but I do. There's there's going to be people that don't enjoy this movie for random reasons. Yeah, um, we we intellectually understand that it's impossible for everyone to like one yes. movie. That's just uh, not gonna be. Just know, coming from our perspective, the context from which we saw it is we have seen, except for one for Cody. Yeah, we Iron have Man seen 3. we have seen every single uh, MCU movie when it came out. Like and it was in, not... in, I would say in almost every case, multiple times. Ex- yes. Except for, I think, for me, um, I have not seen... I haven't seen... Guardians 2 twice, and I haven't seen Ragnarok twice. I did restart it. I'm actually halfway through it. I haven't seen most of the third phase twice. Multiple times. I've seen... I've rewatched most of the Marvel movies, I feel. Yeah. Uh, so Including for... Dark World. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Uh... The context is we've been with this franchise for the past 10 years. It is not something that we... Went, Over 10 years. 2008, yeah. wasn't it? Yeah, so it's been 11, 11 years. Yeah. Uh, it's not something that we just picked up like four or five years ago and went, hey, we want to get into the MCU. Let's go back and watch all the movies. Mm-hmm. Um, this is something that has been in my life since I was 16, 15. I don't think I realized how important this franchise was to me until... I saw Infinity War. Yeah. And of course, you know, I guess technically the whole, the whole Marvel MCU is is the franchise, but I'm specifically honing in on the Avengers plotline. Yes. That I don't think I realized how special it was until the end of Infinity War and I was like I have to see Endgame. Endgame as soon as I possibly can yeah. and we did. Yeah. So we saw it on Thursday. Without a do, we will go straight into uh, spoilers. So if you have not seen this movie, this would be the time to put a little pause on it. Or if you're um, if you're not one who's disenchanted with spoilers, then yeah. indulge. Keep on, keep on, keep on. Uh, but we will be going into that now. Yep. Um, so this movie starts off in a very depressing kind of way. Uh, just how Infinity War ended with Hawkeye with his family, which I totally called. Um, uh, I think everyone knew that that's the reason Hawkeye, Hawkeye's coming back. Uh, his family gets wiped by the snap. 
um, leaves him hopeless. He's running all over his farm trying to find his family. Mm-hmm. He thinks they've just kind of like disappeared. Uh, and it's it's a brand new world. Uh, after that, it cuts to Tony Stark um, being saved by, or Tony, Tony Stark's monologue to Pepper mm-hmm. about everything, talking about his experience with Nebula, who is there. It's just him and Nebula on the ship because they were the only ones on Titan yeah. um, after the snap. And he's about to die from malnourishment, starvation, whatever you call Almost it. Almost everything. Yeah. And, and, and low oxygen too, right? Yeah. And all of a sudden, a bright light shines. It's Captain Marvel. Captain Marvel has appeared. Uh, we knew she would be in this movie because in the last, the end scene credits for Captain Marvel, she showed up with the event to the Avengers asking where Nick Fury was. Mm-hmm. Uh, after that, um, Tony's brought back. Tony freaks out um, on Captain America, mm-hmm. uh, saying this could have been stopped. If he like he he talks about the the armor around the world that if Captain America would have just agreed to the Sokovia Accords that this could have been prevented. Mm-hmm. Um, well, I don't. Th- I think that was, in my opinion, that was him just going off because yeah, emotionally he's extremely you know tired. I I agree. Um, yeah, I didn't I didn't take everything he said there at face value. It yeah. seemed like he was blowing off steam a little bit. Yeah. Uh, I was kind of freaked out at first. I was like, wait, whoa. Yeah. Because he seemed kind of meek and just kind of, you know. Incredible job on their part of showing, like, how skinny, like, and unhealthy he looked. Yeah. Was that CG? There's a lot of speculation around that. I don't really know if it was CG or if it was uh, just um, good makeup or... I I don't believe it was I don't think it was Robert Downey Jr. trying to be unhealthy as possible. I think it's a combination of CG and makeup, or gotcha. pr- or just prosthetics. Like it yeah. just made him look because you can use makeup to look make yourself look thinner. Yeah. Than you actually are. Uh, then from there, Captain Marvel says, "I'm going to go kill Thanos," and the rest of the team's like, "Oh, we're coming with you." Mm-hmm. Uh, and at this point, the only Avengers left are you have War Machine, um, Black Widow. Captain America, Thor, Rocket, uh, and I think that's it. Uh, at, and and Hulk uh, he, or Mark Ruffalo, um, Mark Ruffalo, yeah, and uh, they, Bruce they, Banner. They, and you said Black Widow, right? Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, so then they go and take a little journey to where they have found out there was another cosmic, um, cosmic radiation. That happened. The first one was on planet Earth. That was the snap, and then another one happened. Mm-hmm. So Rocket, for those who do not know and just don't understand uh, a lot, because they actually haven't explored it too much in the Guardians, they show how technical he can be, but Rocket is extremely intelligent. Yeah. To the point where when he meets Tony Stark, he's actually, it's laughable, because he's like, you're just oh, now... Yeah, he, goes, he goes, you're a genius on yeah. Earth. Yes, exactly. Like, he finds... He knows of intergalactic technology, and he's a genius within the galaxy, which is much bigger than an earthly genius. Uh, however, I don't think he knows much about like quantum mechanics and stuff like that. Yeah, so. it's not really intelligence quotient. I think he's familiar with too many things that, yes. that Tony's not. Yes. Uh, and so he finds a way to track down these, these signals and these 
uh, waves that the cosmic, the the cute, nah, nah, man, the stones give off. Uh, and there's another one, so they track it down. They get to that planet. There's no guards. There's no nothing. Mm-hmm. Uh, we f- see a distraught, not distraught, but a really pathetic-looking Thanos. Um, yeah. Half his arm is all... Like, half his body is all destroyed. Mm-hmm. Um, he's farming a bunch of fruits mm-hmm. on a on this little hut in, in the middle of this planet. Um, and when they get there, they capture him. They start questioning him. Find out that he used the stones to destroy the stones, which, yeah. which annihilated half his body. Uh, because in his mind, he he did what he knew the Avengers wanted to do. Uh, which was reverse the snap. He made that impossible. Yeah. Um, he then is satisfied with his with himself. He even turns to Nebula, uh, who is good at this point, um, and tells her that he may have been harsh, too harsh on her. Like you, we start seeing a Thanos who is thinking thinking about how he got to where he was. Yeah, a little bit more reasonable. Yes. Uh, in that moment, um, Thor cuts off his head. Yeah. Makes the little quip of he aimed for the head this time, uh, and it goes to black. Yeah, that was intense. That I was when when that happened. Were you not like, whoa? Yeah. I at this point, I think everyone is surprised. This is actually one of the coolest moments in the movie. Um, it goes to black, and then it says five years later. Uh, we're at this moment where yeah. we we thought it was going to be one way and we're now going a different entire way. Uh, <clears throat> five years later, we start seeing all the different Avengers um, in their olden ways. Captain America is leading the a support group for people who are trying to deal with uh, the half the Earth disappearing. Mm-hmm. Um, and then... It cuts to a Black Widow, and she's kind of like in the Avengers headquarters, kind of leading the last of the Avengers team. You have War Machine, Rocket, uh, <clears throat> Nebula, Captain Marvel, and then, oh my gosh, I I need to look up her name. The chick from Wakanda. Black oh, Panthers, yeah, there's, Black, a, there's, there's a lot of... Black Panther's bodyguard, and I don't want to try to guess what her name is because that's just going to be in- offensive. Um, but while this is happening, she's just questioning what they're all doing. Uh, she sees that there's been a earth, an earth earthquake, uh, in, in the ocean somewhere and says, Hey, how can we stop this? And, uh, Okoy, I want to say her name is Okoy. Uh, she pretty much says there's nothing we can do. It's in the ocean. It's like, it's mm-hmm. at the bottom of the ocean. There's don't even try like we have other things we can worry about and captain marvel is saying hey i'm out here doing a bunch of work and they say can you come back and she's like no i'm helping the galaxy out because the same thing that happened on earth happened everywhere else right uh, and she says a really important thing that one thing i have seen a lot of critics talk about is uh, the lack of captain marvel uh, why did like they just wrote in her being away? And yes, I I do agree with that. They used this as a way to get rid of the most powerful character on the team, so that way they could give the other heroes some moments to shine. 
but they, in my opinion, they wrote it in extremely well. It was very well, logical. Well, here, let me step in for just a moment, and I want to just say something that I, I think renders that argument pointless. Yeah. Superman could clean up the entire DC universe in yeah. probably a few months. Yes. But that's not the way it works. No, because they all have their own responsibilities. That's bad storytelling. It's, get, yeah, exactly. <laughs> no, exactly. Yeah. So those critics who are saying that they're just, I don't know. They're finding something to be bothered yeah. by, and it's like she has her own responsibility. Oh, so I'm her glad. Own cosmic responsibilities. Because uh, if the less of <laughs> that character, oh that yeah, we get, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> we, we had just enough Brie Larson that I could tolerate, <laughs> like five lines. So that's good. Um. So and she didn't do that dumbass little smirk. <laughs> so that's good. How uh, she did at one point? Did um, she? Yeah. When Iron Man or when Thor has Stormbreaker fly past her. Did she do it then? And she just let she did the like smirk, that half smirk, and he's like, "I like this one." Uh, oh yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, but I, she says a line that I think is critical for this movie, and it's critical for comic books in general. Uh, she says, "What happened on Earth happened everywhere else too, mm-hmm. and they don't have people like you." Right. And it was just this really cool moment to see. Yes, this is happening everywhere else. But other planets don't have the Avengers. They don't have people to help them clean it all up. Right. Uh, and that was. I like that. That was yeah. a good line they wrote for her. Yes. That's a good line. And that's. I think that's like one of the last lines we get. We do get a little hint. So, in the comics, Captain Marvel had a relationship with uh, War Machine, um, Rhodey, uh, before Rhodey dies in Civil War II, uh, and we get a little hint of that, um, right before they sign off. She asks if Rhodey's okay. Like she's like, How, "Like, are you doing okay?" And then Rhodey's like, "Yeah, I'm good." Um, he's the only one that she asks that. Uh, so I'm pretty sure that's like a little tiny hint of this is a developing relationship between these two characters. Gotcha. Um, and I'm pretty sure Rhodey is with. At that moment, Rhodey is with Rocket and Nebula, and they're they're flying off in with a. They're flying off in space, I think. It, or or they're just flying around Earth and doing things. Um, it is at this point when she signs off, Captain America comes in. Uh, they have a little bit of dialogue about how people move on, um, but we don't. Uh, that we keep going. Black Widow has a really important um, backstory, character moment of saying she's never had a family yeah, uh, before and that was really powerful she finally found one and the Avengers was her family uh, and that was taken away from her um, and she's she's trying her best to keep what's left of that family um, alive mm-hmm. uh, and it's at this moment that we then cut to San Francisco uh, where the van from Ant-Man 2 which uh, Ant-Man Scott Lang was stuck in um, is activated by a rat. Now, I I know that's kind of strange and silly. I didn't it's, I didn't really get it, but then I was like, oh, yeah. sure, I'll roll with it. Yeah, the rat steps on the buttons, uh, activates it. What I do enjoy about the movie is it didn't do a close-up of the rat going, ah, I'm pressing all these. Like, it was a pan shot. Like, you just saw the rat moving on it. And then it activated, mm-hmm. which, once again, it's something that I always praise about the Russo brothers with their 
how they present things in their movies better than the rest of the MCU does. It's something that Captain Marvel didn't have, which is subtext. They are very subtle in their details, uh, but they give you accessibility. Uh, it is not Blade Runner 2049 where you're just like, I have to watch this a couple of times because there's subtext everywhere. And once I start to understand it, the whole story comes out. Mm-hmm. Um, they give you that that shallow sub- subtext where it's like, oh, I see. Like, I understand how that happened, mm-hmm. um, usually with the first watch. I would say uh, at most two watches, you'll get pretty much everything mm-hmm. that was said. Um, from this on, Ant-Man comes out, pops up. Uh, he goes on a search. He realizes that uh, something happened. He sees the missing signs. He talks to the kid. He asks the kid what happened. Mm-hmm. The kid just starts crying. Uh, and then, run, like, rides off on his bike. It's mm-hmm. just like, w- at this moment, it's something we haven't felt up to this point, which is the desolation of what happened. Uh, that even even after five years, society is still dealing with um, what happened because of the snap. Mm-hmm. One, I actually think I want to actually talk about this. Uh, I think it's because... The way they're trying to portray it is this is something that has never happened or it's never even conceivably happened. Right. You mean it's never been like, oh, this we never thought of this as a possibility? Exactly. Yeah. Like humanity as a whole. Well, yeah, because um, he wiped out so much of it. Yeah. And if you think about like 7 billion people, that's 3.5 billion. Mm-hmm. It's like that's insane. That's a crazy amount of people mm-hmm. um, just gone from the earth. Uh, yeah, it would be, you mean, you know, children, spouses, mm-hmm. best friends, parents. It's, it's insane. And you get that sense of just loss in this world. Yeah. It's dread. It's it just dread. Yeah. Just like, uh, just like, yeah, yeah it's a kind of a rotten feeling. They, they, they really convey that like, this is like, this world is like, you know. It's gross right now because mm-hmm. of what this guy did. Yeah. Yeah. And it's even shown with uh, Captain America. He has a the support meeting. Um, yeah, which, I loved that scene. Fun I, fact, I, that was really the guy cool. talking is one of the directors. I thought uh, so. It's one of the Russo brothers. Uh, he, There are a lot of people that were kind of annoyed with this. Like, It's one of the starts of, is this movie too woke? Uh, yeah, because the guy is talking about going on a date with another man, so it's like, okay, he's gay. Mm-hmm. Uh, in my opinion, I I don't think so because the way he told the story is the he just inserted the pronoun into he where he would have said she. Like in my in my opinion, he didn't say he too many times. Yeah, he said it in the same way that if he was talking about a woman, she, he would have said she. Like, they didn't go overboard with it. What I did appreciate about that conversation, though, was the point in which he says, uh, he talks about, um, uh, at what point they started crying in, in the date, on the date, uh, which is, which no one in that support meeting is surprised by. So it's it's really interesting to see like that's humanity is still dealing with. Like there's mm. there's parts and dates that people emotionally can't handle 
because of what happened. Right. Yeah. And I like when you look at it, it's just because he's in that support meeting. It's a big step because he's like, this is the first time that I'm doing this since this like since the snap. Yeah. Uh, Okay. so one thing I want to step in and say a little bit is I don't think that was I don't think that was overly woke or trying too hard. Um, I am looking at it from the realistic angle of would someone like Steve Rogers feel as casual about that, um, given that he's only been in our time for a couple of years at this point? Like, how many years has it been? Six, seven? Like, like in, in, uh, in, in the MCU timeline, I'm trying to think. At this point, he's been there for 10 years. It is 10 years? So I guess he has Avengers had, happens in 2012. He has had some time, I guess, to sort of become acclimated. Mm-hmm. Um, and if it's something we know, like, I know it's from his time, but... But it, it, his I guess, character is that's a person he it, it wouldn't have mattered. That's that's like, true. He yeah, was, he was not a person who cast a judgment. No, for, you're you're right. I'm just yeah. I'm just trying to think about like every person that I've ever met who's over the age of eighty, which of course yeah. <laughs> you know, and hearing you know hearing their thoughts and opinions, mm-hmm. I'm just they tend to be less open minded. Yeah. At least certainly... Um, I think when half the galaxy gets snapped away, I think... You, I, yeah. Of, <laughs> I, I think of, the fact that Cap has, is dealing with... Um, like, that's the least of his worries. Right. I think yeah. the fact that Cap is in the Avengers and is dealing with events as catastrophic mm-hmm. and as life-changing and life-altering mm-hmm. as he has been in, involved in, Yeah, you're probably right. That that explains it. Yeah. But no, I don't think that that guy mentioning that was overly woke. It was it was very in passing. Yes. And, like, it's, he's not like, so I'm gay, and I went and met a gay guy, and we went on a gay date, and <laughs> you it's know, like, you know what, he actually, doesn't, he doesn't force it, like, it's, it's, pretty some, it's something that Captain Marvel did. Like, Captain Marvel did the subtle woman empowerment, and to the point where I felt the characters were strong female characters, like, minus Brie Larson's acting, um... And just right. Captain Marvel's character. You mean the character her. itself? The not, character itself, not her. and and just like how she interacted with uh, other females. It, it wasn't a I'm fighting for my spotlight. It was like we respect each other, we raise each other up, and we want to be around each other. Like we want each other around, um, which is why she's the first one. Even though her friend can't really do anything cosmic level, she invites her to pilot co-pilot. Um, because she wants her with her. Mm-hmm. Um, no, it's something that I think the Marvel movies are doing. I think they do it better than DC does uh, with their uh, there's the social issues and pushing progressiveness. Um, to me, they do it subtly, which is how I want it done. Like because I believe in change, and I believe I like there are things I want changed, but bashing people over the head with it is the worst way to go about it. Mm-hmm. Um, it's like people trying to scare other people into belief. Yes. Because like using, using hell to scare people yeah, into belief. Because you're just going to get a huge negative reaction from the other side eventually, which, yeah. is, which in my opinion is happening. Like, you can also do it in ways that are funny, like silly. Yes. And remember in The Flash when the... 
was 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 it the the head uh, was it the commissioner or who was it the head of the the police department? He's like he's like, he's like damn it, my boyfriend forgot to give me this in my uh, lunchbox. Oh box. yeah, and, and it, just, it was the first time you were just like, you know, oh, he's gay. Well, it was just it was so <laughs> abrupt. It was like. Like there was no story. Yeah. Like, Damn it, my, my boyfriend. boyfriend. Just, just the way he was said. It was, it was just, yeah. it was just like funny. Like he emphasized boyfriend. Like yeah. Like it was just like, that's right. We have a gay character in this show. Yeah. yeah. Versus like, okay, he's telling this story. Yeah. It's like there's no story. It's yeah. It's just bam. Yeah. And also, I think it was the acting too. Oh yeah. <laughs> Definitely. In that TV show, you know, it just it came off silly. Mm-hmm. But no, I think I think the. What Marvel has on the other uh, franchises, not even just in the superhero realm, but just in in terms of all franchises that have these collective stories and crisscrossing mm-hmm. sagas and stuff, is uh, heart. I would yeah. say, like, not just quality, but it really is heart. Mm-hmm. Even to me, even more so than like the new Star Wars run, that the 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 latest few Star Wars movies. I feel very like, much so. I feel like the Marvel movies have way more heart. Yeah, because it's the, not just the quality of the films. To me, the Star Star Wars is doing the bashing over the head. It's not subtle at all. Mm-hmm. It's just like you're kidding me, right? Like Last Jedi, that's all that movie was. Mm-hmm. It's just like, come on. Yeah, there's more to it. There's there's better ways to do that. Yeah. Uh, but so. Uh, devastation, Ant Man, going back to where we are in the story. Ant-Man has come out. First thing he does is go to a memorial grave where all the names in San Francisco, people are missing. Uh, He finds his own name, which freaks him out. He's like, what the heck? Uh, Mm -hmm. And then he goes and keeps looking for his daughter's name. One thing that is interesting is, like, he doesn't... It's no mention of his ex-wife or her ex-wife's husband or his ex-wife's husband. Don't know if that's... Uh, if it's important, maybe I, those they just, are just skipped two, it. Those are just two characters I really enjoy. At this point, it doesn't matter because they're I back. If they, I like them too. Yeah. Uh, he goes to uh where his daughter lives. Uh, she comes out five years older. Mm-hmm. So at this point, she's probably like sixteen because she, either fifteen or sixteen because she was I think nine or ten, uh, in Ant Man two. Mm-hmm. Uh, which I know a lot of people really enjoyed the little girl. Uh, in Ant Man Two, um, she was a great part. The actress was pretty funny. Mm-hmm. Uh, yes, I did as well. However, her character, as an older, um, as an older version, is really important for the story going forward because she actually becomes a superhero. Her hero herself. She gets embedded with the pin particles uh, at some point, um, and so that's she's a really cool. Um, um, next generation hero, uh, and she is really good friends with Kate Bishop, who uh, is another character that I think they're setting up without it actually becoming Kate Bishop. At the very beginning, when Hawkeye is with his family, um, he's training his daughter uh, how to be an archer, mm. uh, and he calls her Hawkeye, uh, his code name. Which Kate Bishop. For those who do not know, is the Hawkeye the new, the next generation Hawkeye in the comics? When um, Hawkeye goes off the grid with Captain America, uh, he becomes um, he dies, he fakes his death, and becomes um, Ronin, who is more of a samurai-ish ninja kind of looking. Um, uses a 
katana sword, which we get in this movie. Um, we will get to that later. Mm. Uh, yes, yeah, so that character being older is important, and I'm excited to see where that goes. Um, however, that is that is an emotional moment um, where Scott realizes his daughter has grown five years. It's, I think it's the first time he realizes the time difference, that she is five years older uh, and he's missed out. Something's something yeah. happened. Oh, yeah. And I want to say, like, actually, that acting was really well done. Mm-hmm. You really got the vibe. Because she thought he was dead. Yeah. And yeah. he was just completely, like, blown away. He's like, yeah. he's like what the yeah. heck? Like, yeah. I was gone for five hours. Yeah. That, Which, that's what it felt like to him, right? Well, that's how much it was yeah. to him. Yeah, where he was. Uh, so then it cuts back, cuts back to the Avengers headquarters uh, in which he shows up. Uh, Captain America and Black Widow are like, what the heck? Where'd he come from? Uh, and he comes in. He explains that he was just in the quantum realm. One minute he got in. He was supposed to be taken out by Hank Pym. And the gang, and they disappeared like we saw in Ant-Man 2 at the end. Uh, and they're like, you've been there for five years. And he's like, that's the thing. It was only five hours for me. Um, and so that's when it dives into more of this time theory that in the quantum realm, mm-hmm. time works differently. Uh, he's like, but I know nothing about quantum mechanics. Do you know anyone who does? Uh, and the first person they go to uh, is... Uh, Hulk, Professor Hulk, which is the first time we see Professor Hulk. Well, you know what's great about this is the nerdiest part of the movie is the yeah. funniest part of the movie. Is that when... The, ti- the, the the whole time thing? Yeah. And they make all the time jokes and references to, yeah. to movies? Yeah. So funny. Uh, but yeah, let's, let's... Yeah, so they go to Professor Hulk, who you find out the banner has uh, realized that the Hulk he was treating as an illness where he thinks he was more of a cure. Yeah. Uh, and so then he amplified the gamma radiation to the point where he could become one with the Hulk personality and become that strong, big, strong man, mm-hmm. but also keep his intelligence. Uh, and then you also see he has his own fan fans that come for... <laughs> uh, for the for a picture and everything, that and then he great. tries to get Ant Man into it, and Ant Man's like, "No, they don't. They don't know who I am. No one knows who I am." Uh, and it's it it's running on the joke that was set up in Civil War, where when Ant Man showed up, he's like, "Oh yeah, I'm here." And that was yeah. And just, people are just like, "I have no clue who you are." That was freaking like, really funny. Yeah. Oh, um, I love that. Yeah. Uh, then from there. He says, you know, I'm intelligent, but quantum mechanics is not my area of expertise. Uh, You know whose area it is, and that's when they have to go and visit Tony, um, Mm -hmm. who the last we had seen before this told them them off, essentially. It was just like, screw you guys. Like, this could have been prevented, blah, blah, blah. Then he passes out, and yeah. yeah. So we see one of the most adorable things ever, which is uh, Tony's five-year-old daughter, uh, with Pepper, they they are both alive, mm-hmm. and uh, him interacting with her, and the Avengers come to him, saying, "Hey, we need your help," mm-hmm. and he says, "I have something amazing here. I'm not giving that up. You guys can go figure it out yourself. You're going to die because you don't know how to mess. Like you're going to mess with time and quantum mechanics, and you don't even know how it works. 
Yeah. Um, then you have the hilarious part where Paul Rudd's like, no, you just do all this, right? And he's like, he's, <laughs> he's like, do you really think Back to the Future is how this all works? And he's and just, he's like, like, so Back to the Future is just a bunch of bullshit? bullshit? Yeah. 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 <laughs> and, then, and then he's like, oh, uh, no, man. He's like, oh, man. <laughs> yeah. yeah, he's just, he's, he's so just disappointed. Like, yeah. Uh, oh, that was great. But oh, we, and then when they're naming off movies, and they and like the time machine, machine, yeah, and then it's like Die Hard, Die Hard, that's not one, that's not one, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. So then you you see a moment where uh, they're all it it becomes a montage of them trying to collect everyone. Uh, also, it shows the Hulk trying to figure it out and. He his idea is to instead of send Scott through time, he's going to send time through Scott, uh, mm-hmm. and then we do get the funny, funny montage of uh, super young Scott or old man Scott, and then baby Scott, and then it transforms back, and he's like, "Which some, one? Which yeah, one of them peed my I, pants? I peed my pants, but I don't know which one of me. Yeah, yeah. Or if it was even them. <laughs> like, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and." <laughs> then we get another scene where Tony is putting his daughter to bed and is also trying to work it out because, you know, he can't. He can't not do it. It's a curiosity. It's something that's ingrained in him. Mm-hmm. Um, puts his daughter to bed. He says, I love you. She says, I love you 3,000. Yeah. Um, it's just a heartfelt moment. He comes back down and he's like, he's like, she loves me 3,000. Doesn't, doesn't she say 4,000? 3,000. I thought, I remember yeah. him saying 3,000 at the end, but okay, it was three. Okay. Yeah. And then he's like, she loves me 3,000. She only loves you. You're in like the 800 range. Yeah. Uh, to Pepper. And then he's like, I solved it. He's like, I solved, you know, the time, the time thing. Uh, and so then he goes and Pepper talks to him. Is like, you, you know, you have to. Is she, She's like, we have this, but. How many people don't? Uh, and so she kind of convinces Tony of, like, you are a good person. Like, you want what's best for humanity, mm-hmm. not just for yourself. Mm-hmm. Uh, so they go. Um, they talk to Ant-Man, find out that they need to do a time heist. So the whole Yeah, goal, I love that term. Time heist. Time heist. Uh, so what this is is uh, it is... The new take on time travel. What they're not, what they're going to do, is they're going to go and collect the Infinity Stones, uh, and snap the people back. They are not going to go back in time and try to prevent the snap from even happening. They are just collecting the items uh, from where they were in time, and then they're going to go and put them back exactly where they were, mm-hmm. so that way it doesn't disrupt time. Um. During this, there's three locations they find out that's, uh, you know, maximize where everything is. They find out where all the stones were at certain time periods. Uh, in Avengers, there's um, two stones. There's three stones in one place. You have the scepter, you have the uh, time stone, and you have the cosmic cube, which was the scepter is the mind stone, and then you have the cosmic cube, which was the space stone. Uh, those are all in, yeah, 2012 in New York during the attack, uh, from the, the Chitauri, uh, Loki's army, which is the first Avengers movie. Mm -hmm. Uh, then your second one is, uh, the 
ether, which is the reality stone, and that is that is in Asgard, I think, in 2014. Um, that's in as or 2013. One of the, 13, yeah. yeah. And that's in Asgard uh, in Jane Foster at the moment, which we will get to because during the montage scene, <laughs> we get, uh, I think, everyone's new favorite character, which was uh, Fat Thor. Which yeah. was Dude Thor at this point. Thor can't handle everything that happened, and he has now become... He drinks too much ale yeah, and yeah. lager. And becomes big. Uh, you also have a moment where they recruited Hawkeye. He has become Ronin. He's killing a bunch of people. His costume is very fitting to the comic book. I was very excited. That was a very awesome moment. Uh, Black Widow comes to him and says, Hey, you know, I need you. And he's like, she's like, you could be doing this or you could be helping get your family back. Mm -hmm. Uh, and he says a really cool line which is, he tries to stop her, and he says, don't give me hope. Like, you're just going to, unless you can convince me that this is going to happen, do not just give me hope. Mm -hmm. Give me that this is an actual thing. Um, they prove it to be true by sending him back in time uh, before his family got snapped away. Uh, and so he got to experience that back to his farm, and then he went to go talk to his daughter, uh, and before she saw him he he disappeared mm. he went back back into the future uh from there uh then the third place is in 2014 where you have the soul stone and the power stone um there's one on morag and then i forget where uh the soul stone ends is it's like the vormir the, vo is it vormir i think so uh which Sounds so Lord of the Rings. Yes. Uh, so it's there. Uh, for those who remember from Infinity War, that is where Thanos kills Gamora to obtain the Soul Stone. Right. Uh, that's also where Red Skull is permanently residing mm -hmm. um, after being beamed there from the Tesseract in 1942. Uh, they are there. Uh, He's, like, stuck there, right? Yes. Yeah. Uh the teams that get sent are Hulk, Ant-Man, Captain America, and Iron Man get sent to the Avengers. Uh, Thor and Rocket get sent to um, Asgard. And then Nebula, War Machine, Black Widow, and Hawkeye get sent to Morag. Um, so that way they can split off from there to go to the different places. Mm -hmm. um, the Avengers, uh, I would say out of the three, my favorite was definitely the Avengers one. Just because that was such a nostalgia trip, this was they just use scenes from the first movie mm -hmm. and they put you right in there. Uh, one of the funniest scenes in the movie is them telling uh, Professor Hulk to smash, and he goes out and starts pretending to uh, smash. Oh yeah, like that he was. Uh, uh, and he sticks so casually. <laughs> and he's just like patting things, but like he's super strong, so his pats are like denting things. Yeah, he, but he's just <laughs> like. Uh. Yeah. Um, and then he goes. And then he casually tosses like. What does he toss? Yeah. It was like a motorcycle. Yeah. Yeah. He's yeah. just like. Ah. Uh, but then he goes, and it's one of the cool scenes, is you see the ancient one from Doctor Strange. Uh, that was really cool. She's fighting Chitari, like, as they're flying by. Mm -hmm. Like, she's protecting the sanctum, which I thought was really cool. Yeah, um, that was cool. And at this moment, uh, he shows up 
to talk to her and he's like, I need that time stone. She does her cool little mojo trick and knocks his uh, soul away from his body. So mm-hmm. she's talking to Bruce Banner, not Professor Hulk, uh, but Bruce Banner himself. And they have a really deep discussion about, yes, uh, we're going to take the stone so that way we can change the future. We can change what's happening. And uh, she says that's a terrible idea because as soon as you take the stone, it branches off and my future becomes horrible. Mm. Um, yeah. And then there's a promise being made of she makes the realization uh, because he tells her what Stephen told Tony, which is, uh, or no, all he says is that Stephen gave up the time stone mm-hmm. uh, to Thanos. And that's when the Ancient One realizes uh, that she's been making a mistake. Right. Um, and so then that's when she gives the time stone to the Hulk and uh, says he promises to bring it back to exactly the same place um, so that way it doesn't ruin their their future. Um, then you get the heist moment with... Uh, with Ant-Man, Iron Man, and Captain America, where Ant-Man and Iron Man go after the Tesseract as it's being um, taken down to um, the floor level where Loki is in chains and everything. And their idea is to cause Iron Man to get a heart attack yeah, to distract them. To distract them so that way they can take the Tesseract. Uh, they do so, but actual Hulk, Hulk uh, 2012 Hulk, is told he needs to take the stairs because the elevator, it's max capacity. He's going to destroy the elevator. Yeah. It's a, he hates that. And by the time he gets down to the end of the stairs, he's extremely angry. And he busts through the door and he hits Iron Man as Iron Man has the Tesseract in his in his hands. Uh, it goes flinging. Loki gets um, it. Loki grabs it uses it to space out and disappears. Uh they have failed in getting their their That was stones. that was freaking sweet. Yeah. Hey, also, do you ever think about what that is going to do for a future story? Yes, it's going to create a TV show that's going to come onto the Disney Plus streaming service. Uh that exact that's exactly what uh that happened. So, uh that's, you said that's why that happened? I'm positive. So, or it is how that happens. That's what I'll say. I think they knew that was in the story. That is, that is how that TV series is going to happen. Mm-hmm. Um, because now in this universe, Loki is alive. Yes. Loki has the yeah. Tesseract somewhere. He is alive. He is not confined to. He is not on that ship when Thanos comes and destroys it. Uh, he is gone somewhere else. Uh, he has the Tesseract. I think that's a really important thing. Um, but they have failed at this point where Captain Mare succeeded and one of the coolest moments ever, he is on the elevator with the the scepter as it's being transferred. Um, everyone in the elevator is Hydra because it's still when yeah. S.H.I.E.L.D. is still a lot around. And he says, uh, instead of fighting everyone like he would have in Winter Soldier, uh, he he turns to Sitwell and says, "Hail Hydra." Yeah, uh, and it's a callback yeah, to. He, he, he says, "He says, don't worry." Yeah, hail, hail Hydra. Hydra. It's a callback to the comics. Um, in the comics, about a few years ago, years ago, there was a series. We talked about it. We talked yeah. about the controversy, Secret Empire, in which Red Skull used the Cosmic Cube to 
rearranged Captain America's memories to the point where he actually was part of Hydra. That in in Captain Mer- America's past, he was Hydra. He alternated reality. Um, and so Hydra, or Captain America at the end of Captain America issue one by Nick Spencer, he says, hail Hydra, as I think he kills someone. Like he... Uh, and it's like, oh no, Captain America's yeah. evil. Like, yeah, it, people freaked out all over. No, I remember that was a huge yeah. deal. I mean, at first I was freaked out. I was like, yeah, I was even like, are they seriously doing this? And then yeah. of course that's not what you think it is. No, in comic, book, in comic books it's never, you know, switch ups like that are never quite what you think yeah. they are. It's always something a little weird. Um, and then at that moment, uh, what it really annoyed me about that wasn't so much the Hail Hydra. It was. Everyone coming out and saying, hey, is this, like, a brainwashing thing or not? And then Nick Spencer was like, no, it's real. Like, deal with it. Yeah. And it's just like, bro, we all know that it's not. Yeah. Like, don't don't J.J. Abrams this by saying, like, yeah. by lying. Lying and then yeah. it comes out and that's it's exactly like, oh, what no, happens. it's not real. Oh, crazy. No, it was kind of a, so in, the, in this movie, it was kind of a nice little nod to yeah. that, but it was... Bogus. And yes. It, and it, and yeah. it was, and he has that smirk on his face when yeah. when, when, he when, leaves. when he walks away yeah. with it, yeah. uh, leading to the whole time they keep talking about uh, Captain America's ass. Uh, yeah, how his suit. That is the ass of America. Uh, yeah, that's America's ass. Uh, they keep talking about his butt because his old suit didn't uh, show off his butt as well as his new suit does. <laughs> uh, and then Captain America eventually runs into himself. Yeah. from the past and has a little tiff battle with him. I love uh, that. That was yeah. cool. Uh says I can do this all day. I could do this all day. I, yeah, I know, I, I know. I, I know, I know. <laughs> uh he's he's about to lose and he tells Captain America, you know, Bucky is still alive. It affects him just how he knew it would because he's Captain America. Uh he beats him and in that moment like he's laying he's laying face down and he's like no, that was America's ass. And it's just like he's proud of himself. Yeah. Uh, they have so he has succeeded um in getting the scepter. Um gives it to Scott Lang. Scott Lang goes and so him and Iron Man go back uh in time uh to the nineteen seventies, in which that is where the cosmic cube is. Uh the cosmic cube is there. Uh the major thing that happens is Tony runs into his dad. Oh um, yeah. That in which they have a really, really good heart to heart. Uh and well without the, without Howard, of course, knowing Yes. Uh he, he he says his name is Howard Potts. Yeah. Uh and it instantly connects that uh trust between them because he's like, That's my name. Yeah. Uh yeah. and Captain America goes and gets more of the PIM particles, uh, so that way they can get out or as a, a last resort. In the process, runs into, and I'm positive that I saw it correctly. I could be wrong, and I was we were talking about this on an, another podcast that I'll talk to you guys about in a bit, um, that it was Peggy, they were saying it was Peggy Carter's office, and I don't think it was. Um, it was hmm. someone else, Carter. Because Peggy Carter at that moment would have been sick, like fifty or sixty. Yeah, and that woman was like in her thirties. Yeah, like she was pretty young. Um, yeah. Um, 
I think it was just a reminder of who is, uh, who is pay, who Peggy Carter is, who the Carters are, um. Yeah, and it it just spoke to him. I I mean, I'll I'll figure it out. I'll look it at. I'll look it up. Um. We'll do a we'll do like a corrections thing. Mm-hmm. I'll 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 admit it if uh, if it comes out. I'm going to go watch it again probably soon. Cool. Uh, I mean, I want to see it too. Yeah. Uh, he goes in there, realizes, again. yeah, that he he misses that, and it's a little sign at something that comes later. Uh, yeah, it's a little foreshadow. Yeah. Um, in this, uh, you have Iron Man and Captain America. Not really anything suspenseful happens. Um. There, there's no action or anything. Uh, however, Iron Man does the last thing his dad says to him is, um, it, it's around the same lines of like the greater good just never outweighs his own personal self interest, mm-hmm. uh, or it's it's never more than his personal self interest, and it's just this little snippet of nothing. He he puts his own self interest first because nothing has come up that has changed that. Right. Um, which Iron Man is in that boat. He gave Captain America a f- few prerequisites beforehand, saying, "Hey, just letting you know, my priorities are my family. Like I will not compromise that. I want to live. I want to be back here for them." Yeah. Um. And Captain America's like, "Okay, like I'll get you back." Um. Then after that. Uh, that's their whole. That's their whole arc. The other arc is the Nebula War Machine arc. It's very small, um, but it's pretty funny because we see Chris Pratt uh, dancing without uh, the music when he's dancing at the very yeah. beginning. That was pretty interesting. That was pretty good. Uh, and he uh, he gets knocked out by War Machine. He knocks him out. Yeah, well, uh, when, when he goes, he's an idiot. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, he goes. They go and they get the power stone. Um, Rhodey uh, goes back. Um, however, Nebula can't because we had seen before that the uh, the Nebula in the past was circuitly connected to the Nebula from the future. Uh, so she gets frozen, she gets stunned, and she can't move, uh, in which she gets captured by... Thanos, yeah. Thanos' crew, because they see her memories. Gamora's there. Mm-hmm. Uh, Thanos learns that they're trying to go back in time and steal everything. She yeah. has like a, she has like this R two D two like projection where yeah. it's where it's like yeah. coming out of her head, and, coming out of her head. Well, yeah. And that's got to be some kind of some sort of mechanism built in by Thanos, I'd imagine. Yes. All right. It's one of the. It cyber- was really interesting because yeah. I didn't really think about that. I was like, oh, that. So that she records everything she sees, and yeah. if things that are suspicious pop out. It yeah. comes out so Thanos can see it, and, it's and just, yeah, it's why he never. Was, yeah, it's was, why he never sees her as a traitor. Um, it's really intriguing because he can always see what she has seen, right? And what she's done. Uh, he finds out that he was correct. What he and he won, which changes everything. He's like, "It's my destiny. I need to get these stones back." Like he right. finds out the whole plan. He finds out everything. Uh, in this moment. Which he, makes the movie all the more interesting. Yes, because he's he, going to do it over again. Yes, he then has Nebula 
infiltrate the Avengers. And this is where it really gets um, interesting for me. It yeah. might be, like, yeah, like when, when yeah. Nebula infiltrates mm-hmm. and and so, things really are, at this point, I feel like things are really like starting to get exciting. Yeah. And so this is combined, yeah. this is combined, I am giving you all of the plot lines of all the different time zones happening. They don't all happen this way. So the movie presents it in a very sporadic way. Mm. Uh, and it's actually one of the critiques I have of the movie. This part of the movie, and I would actually say it's part of the podcast, it seems to, it draws on. It's, uh, it doesn't... The first hour and ten? Yes, it definitely. doesn't capture you as much as the last part does. Yes. It's so I actually... It's context to build in. Yes, but I actually will admit that before the the last scene like the last scene of the time heist i was wondering like is this movie good like, i was wondering if i was going to feel the same too yeah and it quickly started to it quickly changes yes. and that's when you have the nebula stuff the other part was asgard which was i i would say out of all of them asgard was probably the easiest to digest digest because it was really just Thor talking to his mom yeah uh, and it showed something we haven't seen and I, it explains to me a lot about the character uh, that uh, gives me a, a more refreshing take because I have been kind of annoyed of this Thor that can't really do anything like he's like he's strong but he makes all these mistakes for no reason kind of thing uh, and when he's talking to his mom, it made me realize he doesn't have a guide. He doesn't have someone that he can go and talk to and give some advice and sets him right back on his path. Like, he had that in the first and second movie, mm-hmm. and after his mom died, he lost that. He lost his brother, and then his dad dies in the third one. He is just wandering aimlessly, trying to lead a people that he doesn't... He's never been taught how to lead. Yeah. Uh, and... It was in that moment, I really appreciated that moment. And when she has that discussion with him, she has one of the best lines in the movie, which is, uh, stop trying to be uh, better oh. as, or tr- stop trying to be a a better person you, than you are and be the best person that you are. Uh, no, was, wasn't, it, was, like, wasn't it, um, stop trying to be who you think you need to be and be who you were meant to be? Yes. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah, it. yeah, yeah. 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 Something, uh, or something along those lines. Yeah. And it was just like, yeah, like stop, stop pretending. trying to be some idealized version yeah. and be what you what, what, what you actually are. Yeah. And it's in that moment you see a change in Thor. Yes. Um, he, yeah, for sure. He changes dramatically. He reaches out his arm to get Mjolnir. Rocket has already gotten the Aether in a really creepy way. Um, when yeah. he like is like, and he goes to go step Jane with this like thing that can suck things out. Jane Foster. Jane Foster. Uh, and this is Jane. Um, Jay. <laughs> uh, and so he finds out and it's a great moment. He wields Mjolnir again. Uh, he goes, he's like, I am worthy. Like it's a really cool moment for Thor. Uh, yeah, that was awesome. Yeah. That was great. And so then they go back. Um, and then the last really big moment, uh, I believe it is the last we see of the, the time heist mm-hmm. is the soul stone, uh, point where they both black widow and Hawkeye realize that, you know, it's going. They need to sacrifice something they love to get it, uh, and this is where the movie really starts kicking off. 
in my opinion. This is when I get into it. Um, they have a tiff. They start battling on who who's going to sacrifice, who's going to kill themselves for the greater good. And the reason why is because Hawkeye's like, I've done terrible things. I've killed a bunch of people. Like, I've become a monster. Mm-hmm. Um, let me do this. Let me uh, essentially redeem myself from what I've done. And Black Widow's like, are you kidding me? You're, you think you're the only one who's done these things? And uh, she's like, you have a family. Like, yeah. You need to be here. I don't. She's like, I have nothing to go back to. Uh, and so it's just this great moment. You have both of them using their strengths to fight each other. She's She subdues him, um, you know, with her martial arts skills, and then he blasts her with an arrow. Uh, and then he's, I think he's, she stuns him uh, and then jumps, is about to jump, and he stops her, and then he jumps. Uh, and in that moment... Um, he thinks he's about to go, and Black Widow jumps off the edge, grabs him, and then uh, grap- grapples him to the ledge, and then letting herself fall. They have a moment where he's holding on, and she's like, just let go. Yeah. Um, and it's a really... I got teary-eyed yeah. during that. Uh, she falls. She dies. In that moment, he wakes up with the Soul Stone, comes back to the future. Everyone is back, uh, and Hawkeye is like, she's gone. Black Widow's gone. They have a small kind of memorial little thing in which uh, Hulk throws a a bench across a lake. Uh, And it's like they have this idea of, like, we can bring her back. And Hawkeye's like, you won't. You won't be able to. Right. Um, It's a very somber moment. It's the first time that we've had an Avenger die. It's the first. She's the first Avenger to die. Yes. Um, from the original Avenger line, which is interesting because we have a Black Widow movie coming out. So I'm interested to see, is this going to be a pre, uh, a pre prequel or a time heist part two time heist part two. That sounds, that sounds lame. No, no, no. I think it's going to be a prequel. Of some prequel. Sorts. Uh, then after that, they put everything in the gauntlet. Hulk grabs it and is like, hey, I can do this. It's gamma radiation. I'm the only one who can do it without dying. Mm-hmm. He snaps in that moment. Nebula. This is where things get weird. And I have to, you know, just not worry about what laws they set up within their own movie. Mm-hmm. Because Nebula sticks her hand in something and then causes a ship to be able to go through time. And I'm like, why couldn't Nebula do that before? Yeah. It was it was it was weird. Like I was just like, how did I don't know. Like they like that was it able to happen the entire time? Yeah. Like it's just something I don't want to think about because what it produced. Yeah, it's it was a little moment where yeah. it's like this seems a little bit unexplained and yeah. and you just threw this in here. But whatever. Yeah, it, yeah, it okay, goes we're going to a great place. <laughs> yeah. It's it's um, it is easy to ignore. Yes, there's but, a lot about the first half of this movie that's easy to ignore because of what the second half gives you. Yeah, um, and that's and that's wh- where like what you were saying, saying Infinity War, War is, is the better movie. There's there is multiple things that happen in Infinity War. I would say there's actually the criticisms I have for Infinity War are few. Uh, however, the payoffs that Endgame gives are many. Yeah. Um, so this is where everything really starts taking off. Mm-hmm. Uh, Hulk uses the gauntlet, snaps. 
makes everything come back. Mm-hmm. Uh, at that moment, Hawkeye gets a phone call from his wife. It's a very intense moment. Mm-hmm. It's a very cool moment. Um, and Ant-Man sees birds. He's like, those birds weren't there before. He's like, it worked. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah, yeah. That, and, oh, that's right. Yeah. That was, and in that, that, was that the moment, sign. yeah, in that moment, there's a giant explosion uh, f- because Thanos is, you know, raining hell from the sky uh, and forms the rockets. Uh, Ant Man goes flying. The whole Avengers headquarters crumbles, breaks down. Thanos comes down. Nebula's like, hey, the gauntlet's in there somewhere. Thanos is like, cool, go get it. I trust you. Uh, and she's like, what are you going to do? And he says a really cool, he has a really cool moment because he's filled with confidence. He's like, I win. I'm going to be able to do this. Mm-hmm. Um, he says, I'll wait. Like He's like, I'm going to wait for it to come to me. He's like, I can take on anything. Uh, she goes, and what you have is just one of the starts of the coolest things. So I'm I'm not going to do a play-by-play play of a lot of this because... There's so much here. Yeah, there is just so much, but we we got to uh, talk about some battle high points. Okay, so you get into the first battle, which is Thanos against Captain America, Thor, and Iron Man. Yeah, uh, that was sick. It in was itself. It is insanely cool. And you think um, you you think they're not gonna win? No, you're so like what's keep in mind here? this is pre Gauntlet Thanos. Right, and then it, he, okay, so some I know some people were, were like, where the, where was the sword in the first movie, yeah. and and how come the bad guys always have better weapons and this and that? Well, in the in the first movie, he didn't need it; he had the gauntlet. Yeah, he had the gauntlet. So he might have had it the whole time, but he just didn't need it. Yeah. As for bad guys always having better weapons, because it does create more tension and create it's it is better storytelling. Yeah. Um, it is a trope. It's a yes. thing. Yeah. Bad guys having better weapons, but well, and we they they showed what a final battle with. Bad guys not having ba- better weapons in Captain Marvel, and there was no final battle. Like she just, she beat him. That was it. Yeah, like I, I agree with you there. It's it's like you want a finale that's going to be worth it. Uh, this is it. Uh, let's dig in. Let's dig in. Cody. Uh, Iron Man gets beaten pretty easily. Mm-hmm. Uh, he gets thrown head bashed against. Oh, a rock. Multiple times he gets yeah. thrown against rocks, and, and uh, I don't even... I I actually don't... They treat Tony Stark like a rag doll in that yes. movie. I have no idea how he was even still standing. <laughs> it's not, it's, um, but I mean, he, it, he uh, he's kind of out for the count for this yeah. moment. Thor becomes a badass, has Stormbreaker in a hand, Mjolnir in the other. Oh, yes. Bearded... Braid. He's still fat. He has um, a lot, but he has he he looks less fat on the suit than he does. I think in, it's just because the armor bulks it. But yeah, uh, yeah. Um, he then he he has the lightning charging through his yeah, eyes. And eyes. Stuff. That was he goes. He has a one on one with Thanos. Uh, does a lot. He does do a um, lot of damage. He gives him he gives Thanos a run for his money. Uh, Thanos knocks Mjolnir out of his hand and pushes. Thor up against a rock, trying to kill him with Stormbreaker. Oh, uh, the tension there was the tension. I, I, and then I, I don't. Wanna... I want you to say what happens next. Oh my gosh! What comes flying out of the air, Cody? The me. What, wait, what's up? What comes? What comes flying out of the air to hit Thanos? Mjolnir. Oh, and guess who and threw guess it? it? Captain, Captain America. America! What? Oh so this God. was. I freaked out. Yeah, like I dude. was I was smacking legs. I was just like And it made the ah. little it made the little foreshadow in Ultron worth it. Yes. And so, I'm glad they put that there because everyone who's read the comics knows that, but I think yes. for the sake of the movies, 
They, it, need, they needed to have it somewhere. They need to have it somewhere. And, and Thor was excited. He's, he's like, like yes, I knew it. I knew it. Yeah, like he's freaking out. Yeah, dude. Uh, it showed, to me, it showed how Thor had grown. Because in Age of Ultron, when he, when Captain America nudges it, mm-hmm. uh, Thor's like, like, he's like scared. Like, oh my gosh. N- no, you can't, you can't wield it. Uh, and but Dude, he Captain was, America he was excited. With Thor's hammer is the coolest. It thing. was the coolest thing in the world. Cody, it was insane. And it was not like, only is he holding it, but he's like he's, he's flipping it. He's twirling. He's it. like twirling it. He's throwing it when he throws the shield and then throws Mjolnir out it to create a sound wave. When he's boomeranging oh. it back and forth. Oh, oh my god, ah, guys, it's so good. It's so and good. And you all know it's just the coolest thing in the world. Uh. However, Thanos is still stronger. He knocks it. He goes toe-to-toe. Captain America puts up a fight. Well, no, right. Thanos was worn out. Yeah. But he was tired. Yeah. He um, was really tired. But he was done. He was just like, I need to finish this. Yep. He knocks Mjolnir out of Cap's hand, uh, goes stabby-stabby with his sword, breaks the shield in half, Yeah. Uh, stabs Captain America in the leg, breaks his arm, um, and, like, pushes him away. And he's like, hey... Cap looks dead. Yeah. He he looks done. He's like, I'm going to end this now. At this moment, um, someone who had been... Uh, att- who had found the gauntlet was Hawkeye. He had the gauntlet. He was running from these... The alien, alien things from uh, Infinity War. Really cool scene of where he's like... He makes the hallway explode and then uses the, the grappling and kills all the things in the... Uh, in the shoot, the yeah. shaft. That was really cool. Yeah. Uh, and is, um, he sees Nebula, who at this moment it, he thinks is still good. She betrays him, almost kills him, takes the gauntlet. Uh, real Nebula shows up with Gamora, and they have this moment of like Mexican standoff. Yeah. Um, and Gamora doesn't want to kill past Nebula because she sees what her sister turns into. Uh, right, the good that's inside of her, and the evil Nebula, um, at this point has just been so corrupted, uh, in doing Thanos's bidding. She doesn't go through the character. She doesn't go through the character arc that Nebula, the f- current Nebula, does, uh, and so the current Nebula takes action and shoots her. Yeah, that was cool. <clears throat> yeah, that killing, was really cool. Killing past Nebula. Mm-hmm. Uh, then they go and you know take everything out. They start going. They they start going up top. At this moment, Thanos is like, I'm sending the whole army in. His whole army shows up, and he's like, I'm going to wipe you guys out. Mm-hmm. Uh, Captain America, you know, bone sticking out of his arm, bootstraps his... Do you see that? Mm-hmm. I don't remember like, seeing the like, bone. Yeah, it's like uh, when he straps on the shield, it like kind of like uh, brings the bone kind of back together. Oh, man. Like, I he, don't remember. I feel like I would have been grossed out and remembered yeah. that. I don't remember that. I think it was just so cool everything was happening. I mean, I, I remember think, Captain yeah. America looked like ass. Yeah. I mean, he was, <laughs> yeah. he was, he was ripped to shreds. He was ripped to shreds. He tightens his his uh, shield to his arm of just like, okay, I'm standing down. And do you remember the ah! moment? Do you remember, I'm sure, Did you hear my voice specifically? No, because I was already during, freaking out. During the, the, the next, well, the upcoming moment. So... There's in, something I've been wanting to hear. Yes. So for in this years moment, now. though, is the second coolest scene in the whole movie, uh, in which all of a sudden you see a circle, and Sam Wilson says a cool line. And he says, "On your left," which is a 
line from Winter Soldier. Yeah. And one of my favorites. Yeah. One of my favorite and lines. he turns and On your left. and Falcon flies through the circle. Uh and everyone starts walking through. Like you're like, oh, everyone who died is back. Like all this is so cool. The whole Avengers team will be here. And you can tell it's from the sorcerers. Yeah. It's uh, it's, it's strange. strange. His- but at that moment, you're like, oh, it's, it's strange. Like, strange is bringing them back. That was my thing. I was like, oh, we're going to get the Avengers versus Thanos' army. That's really cool. Uh, no. Then you have the Wakandan army come through yep. with Black Panther, which the whole theater went crazy at that point. Yeah. Uh, then you have the sorcerers walk through, and you're like, Okay. Then you have the Asgardians. Oh gosh, yeah. Uh, yeah. With Valkyrie on a Pegasus. Oh, that was like, sick. What the Pegasus? Oh. That was so cool. And then, and then, yeah, you have yeah, Stephen Strange walk through with the Guardians, and then Spider Man flies in. The so the oh, theater, when Spider Man came in, the theater went crazy when Black Panther came in. The theater went nuts oh when Spider Man came in. We, every, everyone just went batty. They went batty. Like that it was, was insane. Ins- yeah, it was crazy. And then everyone's standing there. Out from the rubble comes Hulk with Ant Man and Rocket. And it looks and, like a huge yeah. chess game. Yes. It and was- then not that, but you have uh, Wasp shows up. Uh, rescue Pepper yep. Potts puts on her rescue uh, armor. Uh, it's it's like literally everyone is here, and then the line uh cap says avengers assemble he says avengers grabs mjolnir yep and then goes assemble yeah it's like oh "Ah!" and then the best battle in the world happens when he said that (sighs) i I literally i let out a gashry yeah (laughs) or you're just like ah I I I I know I went I went yeah, <laughs> like that. yeah. That's, everyone did I that. Was, the I theater was, went like nuts. I was like, what? Yeah. So in Finally, this moment, just oh like God. two massive armies go at each other. Ant Man grows into Giant Man. Freaking punches a cosmic whale in the face. That was it was insane. So cool. Yes. Oh my yeah. gosh. They're they're going at it. Uh, I can't explain everything that's happening because everyone's fighting. Pepper has like this weird flower, like laser beam scenario going on. It's super dope. Iron Man and her are fighting back to back. Uh, Pegasus is going through, like running her spear through the whales. Uh, and then. Um, uh, There's so many cool things happening one, there. The And one cool moment that actually just. Uh, um, makes a character that I've always liked but didn't really show her power off was Scarlet Witch's fight with Thanos. Oh, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. You cannot Scar- forget that. You it cannot was, forget that. She would have killed him. So she's fighting him mm-hmm. uh, and about to kill him uh, when all of a sudden um, he says, uh, rain, rain down, like, like, initiate this protocol Mm -hmm. uh and one of his lieutenants is like but we're here and he's like i don't care uh and so then what happens is the giant ship starts shooting uh the the battlefield yeah the battlefield uh all while i believe peter parker has the gauntlet uh, spider-man has the gauntlet however spider-man does go into a cool moment where he has uh he goes instant kill mode from homecoming yeah and it starts stabbing and like killing all the yeah. The, and it, that was a cool that was too. that's yeah. a cool weapon he had yeah yeah uh, and then Captain America saves him hey he's like I have a job for you and he goes to uh, 
give the gauntlet to Spider-Man. Um, and then Spider-Man like goes, oh, no, no, he gives it to Black, Black Panther. Black Panther uh, gets stopped by the telekinesis guy. Spider-Man grabs it, gives it to Pegasus, or is riding with Pegasus. Uh, and then that's all happening with the Scarlet Witch. I'm not explaining this well because there's so much going on. Yeah. So uh, okay, one one line that I freaking loved because like you know you know how in in climactic moments or m- moments that should be climactic they often give the hero a cheesy line. Yeah. Sometimes it's not a cheesy line. Sometimes it's a heartfelt line and it works and you get the jitters like you're a yeah. child. And one of those was. When Scarlet Witch is just going, she she's like wrecking she's, shop she's on wrecking on, shop. On, on Thanos, and he goes, "I don't remember you," and she goes, "You will, yeah, or or, 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 like, or, or you, yeah. or you, you soon will." And, and yeah. she's like, she's rolling up one of her magic, mm-hmm. uh, what, whatever you call them, energy projections, yeah. yeah, and and you can you can see this like the stuff is ripping apart Thanos's armor and it's yeah. burning his skin, and like he's like, he's, he's like, shook, yeah, he doesn't know to the what, point where he commits like. You know, self destruction. Yeah. On his own army because he needs to get out of this somehow. Yeah. Um, but then all of a sudden, all of this is raining down. It's destroying everything. Uh, people are like, "What are we going to do?" Uh, then it turns and starts shooting at the sky, mm-hmm. and everyone's like, "What? Like, what's going on?" Out of the sky comes Captain Marvel. Uh, I I would say some of the theater was excited when that happened. Um, when she came in. Uh, she comes in. She does what she did in Captain Marvel. She blows up the ship immediately. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, then, as she lands, uh, Spider-Man says, "Hey, uh, this Cap told me to give this to you." Um, and what they're trying to do is get the gauntlet back in time, so that way they can give yeah. the stones back. That way, Thanos can't use it again. Uh, at this moment, the only time machine is that van, uh, the van from Ant-Man Two. Uh, and they're trying to get it activated and started. Uh, so in this moment, is the other part that people would say m- this movie was woke for? Uh, I would say yes, except there was so much going on around this thing that I don't care. I really don't care. And, and it was a cool moment. And like, let it be cool. It was... <sighs> like, it was, it was it, I mean, I guess subtle is not the right word. It was... It was benign, yes. In the sense, like it, 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 there was nothing. They weren't trying to do anything stupid. No, it was no. just, it was, it was all the women were lined up, and they said yes. we, they said they said we have this, and that was all. Yeah, that was it. It, uh, it was a really yeah. short moment. I I noticed it, but it didn't take me out of the movie at all. No. I I was like, okay, yeah. And then I was still I was still stuck in. Well, I in so. like actually, what I enjoy about this moment is it just showed how many strong female characters Marvel has. I actually do appreciate that because you look at I something that I have said with DC, DC showed it of just like, hey, we have Wonder Woman. It's a strong female. She leads uh she has her own movie. It's really cool. And I was just like, that's that's cool. The Bat family and the villains around it have cool female characters. I mean in the in the Cinematic universe in the cinematic universe. Yes, yes. Yeah, 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 no, totally. no, no. There's a ton of cool female characters in the DC comics. Yeah, ton of like Zatanna. Okay, I, I, you have Supergirl. I was gonna say. Like, yeah, I mean, we we got you know Batgirl. We got Huntress. We yeah. got Catwoman. No, 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 no. I'm just yeah. talking about the movies. Yeah. Uh, so because it was toted, it was they DC really, um, they really used that to their advantage. 
The Wonder Woman thing? The Wonder Woman being a yeah. female. Yeah, it yeah. was the only female, mm-hmm. you know, superhero movie. Uh, so this moment, though, showed that Marvel has a ton of female characters uh, that are awesome. Uh, so what happens is Captain Marvel shows up, gets the gauntlet. Thanos is like, I'm going to stop you. And they're like, she's like, no, you won't. Uh, and in that moment, literally every female character uh, on that battlefield shows up. Only every female character shows up. Uh, and it is a very much a like girl power woman empowerment scene. Um, or just a shot, really. It's really it quick. It is a shot, and then they all go forward. Yeah. Like, they all start taking things out. She then goes straight for the van. Thanos blows up the van. Uh, she then has a fight with Thanos. He grabs the gauntlet, or blows up the van with her near it. She's, like, the gauntlet goes flying. Uh, he grabs the gauntlet, is trying to use it. She comes up and stops him. Um, they go, they have, like, a little tiff fight. Mm-hmm. He uses the power stone uh, barehanded um, to... Uh, sent her flying which any other person that would have immediately killed um but since she's captain marvel she's alive uh bless you and then sorry no you're fine uh and in that moment everything is going wrong Mm -hmm. uh thanos is going to use the gauntlet to snap again iron man looks over to Stephen Strange, who points his finger one, because earlier in the movie he asked Stephen, like when Stephen showed up, is this the one? And Doctor Strange said, if I told you, it wouldn't be. Um, yeah, oh, if, if I tell you how it'll end, it yeah, won't end that it way. It won't end that way. Yeah. And so when yeah, that was he cool. looks at him, he, does, he just points his finger number one, uh, and that's when Tony realizes this is the greater good, and his self-interest do not outweigh it. Mm-hmm. Um, and so he goes, has a, he tries to fight Thanos. Thanos beats him back. Thanos tries to snap. You realize that, uh, Iron Man stole the stones off his glove and Iron Man's last words. Yeah, that was cool. Cause before he dies. It, it kind of, cause it kind of, um, the way, uh, Iron Man takes the stones. Yeah. It's kind of off screen. It's kind of, it's, yeah. it's not like you don't necessarily see it. They don't it's, do like a focus on the hand being like, oh, they're being taken. No, it's yeah. like, it, it was like a magic trick. Yes. It was really cool. Yeah. Keep going. Uh, and then you see that Iron Man has it. Uh, does Thanos ask who you are? Like, I don't know if he does, but Iron Man says, I am Iron Man. Um, oh. Like, who are you? It was in reference to um, him saying, I am uh, Iron well, I know it's him saying. Uh, so oh no! I th- does Thanos, he say well, Thanos said, "I am, I am, I am inevitable." Yes, I am yeah, inevitable. Yeah. And then Iron Man says, "I am I, Iron Man." I am. He goes, "Iron Man." Yeah. yeah. He snaps. Uh, which we're pretty sure the snap was to get rid of Thanos's army. Uh, and in that moment, um, his whole army starts disappearing. Thanos realizes he's he's lost. Uh, and then he disappears as well. Face to dust. Yep. Face to dust. Uh. In this moment, Iron Man has sacrificed himself. Uh, he dies. Uh, one of the cool moments is Peter Parker coming to him and Tom Holland doing an incredible job once again. Yeah. Um, emotionally, just saying, we won. Like, we did it. Uh, instead of... Instead the emotion of him, was really genuine. Yeah. It was incredible This acting. was... Gwyneth Paltrow's acting there was great, yeah, too. When she's trying to hold it in and yeah. then, like, breaks down when he dies. Yeah, that like, was... But and, she tells she him says, like you can go to sleep now. Like we we're okay. 
Yeah. yeah. Oh, man. Gut-wrenching. Uh, yeah. And what's nice about this is coming from Iron Man 3. So, heart-wrenching, rather. Yeah. Sorry. In Iron Man 3, one of the big things is he he had trouble sleeping. Um, mm-hmm. And the reason he had trouble sleeping is because he didn't know if he could protect his loved ones or if his loved ones were going to be okay because of who he was. Uh, and so, like, it was this moment of, like, she's, we're okay. You can, you can sleep peacefully. Um, yeah, it was really good. People were crying in the theater. Uh, definitely crying in the theater. Uh, afterwards, it's kind of like a flash forward a little bit to his funeral, uh, in which every single character in the MCU, like, every main character in the MCU is there. Yeah. All the teams are there. Any character that has their own movie is there. The kid from Iron Man 3 is there. He is the kid that we're, like, afterwards we're like, who the heck was that person? Yeah, Kevin told um, me that. Yeah, so he that kid helps him out in Iron Man 3. Um, and then you have a really awesome moment in which they do the his, uh, his memorial where it has the proof that Tony Stark has a heart. Yeah. Uh, on... On like a little raft on the lake, which was in the very first movie. It was was in the first movie that that uh, what would you the call original it? Um, arc reactor. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and then you have a really great moment between uh, Happy and his daughter, in mm-hmm. which Happy is like, "What like, like how are you feeling?" And she's like, "Hungry," and he's like. What do you want? And she's like cheeseburgers. cheeseburgers. And yeah, she goes cheeseburgers. Yeah, and he's like, your dad loved cheeseburgers. Okay. And then he's like, she goes, she goes, yeah. she goes she's okay. like, okay. And I just <laughs> so love that. And then the next line is like, I'll make sure that you have as many cheeseburgers as you want. Yeah. And it's just like, and that's a reference once again to the first Iron Man because the first cheeseburger thing, first. Yeah, cheeseburger first. Yeah, that's yeah, yeah. that's the first thing he wants when he gets back from. Uh, uh, from being in captivity in the Middle yeah. East, yeah, yeah. He, he's, he's like, he's like, he's like, uh, I want a press conference and an American cheeseburger, cheeseburger, cheeseburger first. first. Yeah, <laughs> uh, it's it's really well done. And then he has his uh, his final like his will or his wishes in hologram form, saying that he's dead, blah blah blah, telling them um, that they're going to be okay and everything. And then he ends it by saying, "I love you, three thousand. Yeah, uh, on his hologram. Yeah, uh, in which was a really good this movie just did a really good job of calling back to things we love about the past 11 years yeah uh and we just get moments then it ends with hey we need to bring the power stones back or all the infinity stones back and put them back captain america's like i'll go do it uh he leaves with mjolnir and the infinity stones and they're like okay uh sam wilson's like so how long is it going to be gone and Hulk's like, for us, like, it's going to be, like, 10 seconds. He's, like, it's not going to be anything. However, Bucky says, uh, um, a line that Cap says to Bucky in the first Captain America. So, uh, when Bucky goes into the army and Cap can't go with him, when Steve Rogers can't go with him, Mm -hmm. um, Bucky tells him, don't do anything stupid. And Steve Rogers says, how can I? You're taking all the stupid with you. Yeah. Um, And so I'm positive that Cap has already told Bucky what's going on. Bucky's like, I'm going to miss you. Uh, And he's like, don't do anything stupid. And then Cap says, "Um, 
uh, Captain America says, don't do anything stupid. And Bucky says, how can I? You're taking all the stupid with you. And it's a really good callback to one of the first lines we have with these two interacting with each other. Um, Then Cap goes, doesn't come back, pans over, Sam's freaking out. When uh, Bucky's like, go check over there. Uh, There's old man Steve Rogers. Old man Rogers. Old man Rogers who went back to 1942 to go have that that last dance with his gal. Uh, And well, he he married her. Yes. Yeah. Uh, And see the band the band on his finger. Band on his finger. He passes the shield over to Sam, um, which is which I called. Because uh, <laughs> uh, I knew it was either going to be Cap or Sam Wilson And I was just like I'm pretty sure it's going to be Sam Wilson Just because of who he is in the comics right now uh, And One important thing This is something I was talking to you about In the comics when Bucky takes over as Captain America it is ne- It's necessary Because Captain America dies So mm-hmm. it's like It's not passed on It's just like Hey I'm the only other one With super soldier powers right now I Falcon, still think that Bucky is the rightful heir personally because yeah. it's like it's like Dick Grayson taking over the bat mantle. Uh that's but the Bucky's funny a thing, sidekick, man. There's no argument around that. The funny thing about that though is to me, yes, Buck is the Dick Grayson, but once again, Dick Grayson doesn't want to be Batman. Tim yeah. Tim wants to be Batman, and I think Sam is Tim. Okay, I could I could agree with that. That is that is the difference between the two. Also, Buck in the MCU is it has done terrible things, and I don't think the populace would accept him as Captain America. In the comic books? No, in the MCU. Oh, pardon me, in the MCU. Yeah, yeah, like yeah, yeah, yeah. he was he was a wanted criminal, hunted for like for manslaughter, everything. Yeah, like it was all brainwashed. Yeah, like it was all because of he's he was programmed to do it, but well, the populace sense. would accept Sam Wilson more. You know. A veteran from the army who has helped Cap- who has helped Captain America, been fighting with Captain America for a long time. I think the populace would accept him more than Cap uh, Bucky would. Yeah, um, they would Bucky. Um, he, of course, Sam Sam Wilson tries saying, on the shield. Yeah, he kind of does like he's the, like, he's like has a feel, and he's like, he's like someone else's. So he's like, well, it's not. Um, yeah, that is, was really good line yeah. delivery. Oh man, that yeah. was emotional. Uh, I then, cried at least three times in this movie. Yeah. At least, uh, or, the, or, or on the verge of tears. Yeah. And then the movie ends with Captain America dancing with Peggy Carter in the the forties. Oh um, man, that shot is that, so go- gorgeous! Yeah, because he got the life that he wanted. He got the life he wanted. Oh uh, man! And so there are no in credits in credit scenes to this, but the in credit scene, what's supposed to be there, is one of the coolest things I've ever seen in a movie, and it is all the characters and all their moments uh, from the MCU. They have yeah. like just little like standout moments. They call out the actors yeah. as each of the characters. That was a great ending. Um, then you have one of the coolest things ever with the original five Avengers. It has the signatures of all the actors. Yeah, dude. it just shows how important all of this was. Like how what legacy they brought. It was so. It, it's just so iconic. Yeah, it really is. Like we'll, we'll look back on this in yeah. forty years, and, and then and we'll say this is this is. This is it. This is yeah. unique. There will never be anything quite like the Avengers. No. And then it ends with blankness, except for one sound, which is the hammer, which is the same hammer 
that Iron Man was using when he was first creating his um, reactor core to put in his chest. Gotcha. And it's, that's what that was. That's what that sound was. Cool. Uh, I, I actually didn't know that. Yeah. <clears throat> and so it's just like this. That's where it all began, and this is how it's going to end. Mm-hmm. And when I love, there's so many people that were complaining about the lack of a end scene. Um, it didn't need it. It doesn't need it. It didn't need it. It doesn't need it. It gives you everything that is needed, and then uh, it's just because people got used to it. They yeah, expected it. They expected it. But Avengers, Iron Man was the first one to do it. Like I know like that's the crazy thing, and it became the expectation. And it became then, a thing. What I love about this movie is when it ends, you don't need to go watch another Marvel Marvel movie after this. No, you don't feel like, you oh, get, I'm missing something. No, you yes. feel like you got everything. You got everything. And so that's what I love about the ending. If it's just like, if you don't want to go watch another Marvel movie, you don't have to. Um, there are some things that they leave. Thor joins the Guardians um, as a, you know, I'm, he calls it as Guardians of the Galaxy, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, which is hilarious and awesome. And there's a funny moment between there where they're trying to decide who leader is, and Thor's like, "Oh, we know who leader is." And Chris Pratt's uh, like, "Me, right? It's, it's me, right? It's, yes, yeah, of course, yes, yeah, 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 yeah." And they're like, "You should fight you should with f- knives. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> yes, Drax. fight with knives. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh god, uh, and it's." It's funny. That was a um, cute little ending sequence. That, yeah. was, that was cool. Um, Spider-Man that. you see with his friends, which... So my theory with that is that his friends, his core friends, also got snapped. But they're back in high school, and there's new classmates mm-hmm. because it's been five years later. Uh, so I think that's how they're going to explain the new classmates and everything. Yeah. Um, yeah. I, I think, and Far I, From Home comes out in July. And then uh, it's blankness for a year. Blank this for a year. We're going to get some TV shows, uh, but I don't. I still don't think those come out till twenty twenty. So, uh, and then after that, the next movies that are planned uh, so far is Black Panther two, Doctor Strange two, and then Guardians of the Galaxy three um, are currently in pre production. So, and the Black Widow movie. That's, that's right. Also yeah. being, uh, but for TV shows after this. Things that you can be looking forward to. There is a Disney Plus streaming service. For TV shows, there's a Loki TV show coming out. There's a Scarlet Witch and Vision TV show, which I don't know how they're going to do. I don't know what that's going to be. It might be between Civil War and Infinity War. Mm -hmm. I think that's what it's going to be. Uh, And then you have uh, a Winter Soldier, um, Captain America uh, TV series, which is going to be Bucky and Sam Wilson. Mm -hmm. Um... I'm positive it's going to be Captain America. They haven't released the name of the TV show, which I'm pretty sure they didn't because of spoilers uh, for Endgame. But there, so that's going to be a TV show. And then there's going to be a Hawkeye, Jeremy Renner Hawkeye limited uh, series run, uh, which I think will take place either him training his daughter or it's going to be him becoming Ronan, mm-hmm. which would be really cool to see. Uh, and that's about it yeah. um, for Endgame. Any last things on Endgame that you would want to say? No, I think it was great, and yeah. I, I feel completely, like, 100% satisfied. It yeah. was just such a, a beautiful experience. Mm-hmm. I'll, I'll never forget w- watching that movie. Yes, same. Same, and, or the feeling afterwards. Yeah. Uh, so at this moment, I want to take uh, some time to make a cool brand-new announcement. So Origins is expanding. Um, we are... Becoming a 
company, not company, a but brand, almost. a brand, uh, Nerd Weekly is what it's going to be called. Uh, we are now releasing three podcasts a week. Um, so Origins uh, is still going to stay. Uh, we're hoping to do that weekly release every Tuesday uh, and then you'll have on Thursday a movie podcast called Reel It In in which it's uh, I am on it with um, three other other friends and then Biomodded which is a video game podcast uh, in which those friends are also joining that as well Yeah, um, in which Cody will be able to guess on things that he wants to guess on I yeah um, and uh, just so just so as you know everyone we have on this show is really talented and yeah. they know a lot yeah, about film and a lot about nerddom in yes. general, and it's just going to be really cool. I'm excited yeah. to listen. I'm, I mean, I'm going to listen to the episodes, so yeah. I'm excited. So we're we're you know pretty pumped. Uh, Reel it in is coming out this Thursday. The first episode is a three parter episode, just because there's a lot to talk about. Um, but that will be releasing on Thursday, and then on Saturday we will be releasing our first episode of Biomodded. Um, and so you will uh, be expecting those to be. Uh, every Thursday and Saturday, and we're hoping to get Origins to be every Tuesday as well. So yeah. be, look, be on the lookout. Exciting things are going to be happening. All right, folks. Okay. Thank you again for listening. Yes. Thank you. See you later. Take care.